All that was possible because I chose to be vocal and have a conversation with one of my oldest friends. And I say oldest in terms of years knowing each other. And she said, hey, let me talk to a few people and see if you could join the team. Now, besides doing what I like to call my life's work, I'm also a part of an amazing team at Total Custom Services. And it is amazing how fast the people there have become like extended family to me. What if you, with purpose and mindfulness, decided to surround yourself with positivity? What if you walked away from negative energy? What if you were constantly the positive energy in every room you walked into until it became so contagious that you positively impacted everyone around you? How would that impact your life? You're listening to Compassionate Mindfulness with Xenia the podcast that will inspire you to use your story to change the world. Thanks for tuning in to Compassionate Mindfulness with Xenia. This is your host, Tanya Monuma, and I'm so grateful to have you here with me today. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. If you get any value at all out of this, Go ahead and share it with a friend or two, which will allow for more people to join the conversation. And I would really appreciate that. Chances are that if you're listening to this podcast, you want to commit to this lifelong journey of continual growth and become the best version of yourself. I am dedicated to helping people change their narrative in order to change their life. And as you may know, My mission is to be a part of the biggest rise in human transformation and consciousness our world has ever seen, and I want you to be a part of that too. All right, so last episode, we got into why most people don't stick to New Year's resolutions, and today, as promised, I want to go a little deeper into what you can actually do to get what you've been putting off done. So take what resonates with you and leave the rest. Whatever I share with you is for you to digest and see if it resonates in order to then implement. Okay, so making goal setting stick. Now, my hypothesis is that we don't stick to our goals because oftentimes they're goals that reflect what other people think you should be achieving. I think that just like most things in your life, It should begin with going within. I'm going to give you a framework that will help you kick procrastination to the curb. Try something new. Give this process a chance and it may allow you to make 2023 the most transformative year of your life. Because remember, about 60% of us make New Year's resolution and about 8% of us actually follow through with them. Let's put ourselves in the 8% by following an easy-to-digest, easy-to-follow four-pillar framework. This will give you the ability to crush it. So here we go. The first pillar of this framework is growth. One of the most impactful things you can do for yourself is ask powerful questions. The first thing I want you to do is ask yourself, How will I grow by the end of this year? 
How will I grow by the end of this goal? What do I need to learn in order to grow? What is the growth behind the goal? So for example, my goal is to create content that will be of service to you and the world. I also want to become one of the top listened to podcasts. So what would my growth be? In order to become a powerful content creator, I need to develop storytelling skills. What do I have to do to achieve that? Now I need to break it down, perhaps taking courses, which I'm doing, (laughs) getting mentors, putting myself out there. Now for my podcast, what do I need to do to see incredible growth? continue creating content and you see how that goes hand in hand. I also need to make even more beautiful connections and share with as many people as possible. Let my network know what my goal is so they can also jump in and help spread the word. Encourage people to like, subscribe, and write a review. (laughs) Other growth questions include what qualities do I need? What skills, what abilities do I need? So learning should always be at the top priority. And this continual learning, continual growth will allow you to get your goals done. So in everything you do, you need to ask yourself, how can I grow from this? And remember, there are people out there willing to give you the information you need to thrive. Open your heart, your mind, your ears, and let it in. Focus less on goals and more on growth. Next, we have openness. Be open and transparent with your closest friends. Know who you need to surround yourself with. Our community is extremely important, and whether we want to admit it or not, shapes our decisions. Talk to the ones closest to you. Let them know what your goals are. Sometimes we tend to keep things to ourselves because either we don't want people to be in our business, or we think it's going to jinx what we're working on, or plain think that we're bothering people. You'll often hear me say how important community is, and I believe it is very important for us all to have those close friends you can talk to about pretty much anything. I totally understand all of the concerns I just mentioned, not wanting to bother people, not wanting to jinx anything, or say something that you may not end up doing, But at the end of the day, your true friends will always have your back and want to help you achieve your goal. As you may know, I got pregnant during the pandemic and that resulted in the birth of my third beautiful, third, I should say third and final beautiful child, Cameron. During my maternity leave, my goal was to find another place of employment before my leave ended. Now, I mentioned this in one of the previous podcast episodes, but in case you missed it, after working in the medical field at the hospital for over 20 years, I took the leap and left to start a new journey in a completely different field. All that was possible because I chose to be vocal and have a conversation with one of my oldest friends, and I say oldest in terms of years knowing each other, and she said, hey, Let me talk to a few people and see if you could join the team. Now, besides doing what I like to call my life's work, I'm also a part of an amazing team at Total Custom Services. And it is amazing how fast the people there have become like extended family to me. 
We have amazing conversations. They all understand work-life balance. And I feel like I am exactly where I need to be at this time in my life. Shout out to everyone at Team TCS. And by the way, if you need to clear any shipments coming in from anywhere in the world, let me know. We can hook you up. All that to say, be open and look for opportunity. My third pillar is acknowledgement. Acknowledge yourself and what it is that you are doing in order to set proper boundaries and rules so you know exactly what you will be saying yes or no to. Look out for miracles and make sure you are clear on what you will be saying yes to and what you will be respectfully declining. A lack of clearly defining your criteria will lead to confusion, resentment, and the feeling that nothing gets done. If you don't set these kinds of rules consciously, your default patterns take over and it simply doesn't get done. Your default mind wins when it's time to take action. Create clarity around your opportunities. And let me give you an example of setting rules for yourself. I have made a rule for myself that once I come in from work, I do not pick up my phone for anything. My goal is to be more present with my children. So the rule for myself is do not check your phone as of 5 p.m. up until you put them down for bed. Now, I'm not saying that I don't ever, ever, ever check my phone when I'm with them. I'm just saying that I'm very aware and rarely do so because I have set the rule for myself and I will let them know if I have to take a call or do something real quick. Come to think of it, <laughs> this would be an even better rule if I said I will only check my phone if, and then I fill in the blank, or if I just set my phone to not show me any notifications at all at that time. I'm going to have to revise it. <laughs> and so if you're going to say to me that you want to spend more time with your children in a more present way, but you haven't set any clarity as to how that will be done via setting some rules, then it is much harder for you to achieve that. I believe that one of the reasons we don't reach our goals is that we don't set boundaries and we don't vocalize what our goals are enough. So people have no idea what your goals are and the people who are able to get you there faster have no idea what your motives, your intentions, or your goals are. And last, but definitely not least, launch into action. You need to have a very clear action plan. You need to know when you will be getting it done and break it down into achievable action steps. So the key here is to make the action step attainable. So for instance, if you decided that your goal is to meditate, then your action plan is, I will start with two minutes a day every morning as I open my eyes. It's short, it's attainable. It is something you know you will get done. If you're going to have a lofty goal, a huge goal, then breaking it down into steps that you will be able to achieve is key to getting it done. Break down the steps and make sure you break it down all the way until you get to a step that you can do right now. So simply saying my goal is to eat healthier won't work. You need to break it down. So for example, I personally want to eat healthier. So I'm going to start by ensuring that every breakfast is a healthy meal. No excuses. Now I'm going to make sure all of the recipes are already available to me. 
I'm going to get the ingredients I need in order to prepare those healthy meals. And right now, before I go to bed, I will prepare these ingredients in advance to ensure that my meal is ready for me when I wake up in the morning. So you see how I did that, how I broke it down into attainable steps. Then I got to set it as a rule and I do not compromise on getting it done. So the plan has to be created. What often happens is we set the goal without a plan. And so the morning breakfast comes and you don't know what to prepare for breakfast that's going to be healthy. Your action plan must include what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, how you're going to do it, who you're going to do it with, and why you're going to do it. So for example, for me and my healthy eating journey, When I'm going to do it, it's going to be in the morning. Where I'm going to do it, I'm going to bring it into the office and have it at my desk. Who am I going to do it with? So so you could ask yourself, am I going to do it alone, with a trainer, with a friend? For me, for now, I'm going to do it alone. But I will eventually enlist the help of friends so we can keep each other accountable. And my why? Well, I want to be healthier for myself and my family. Goals should not simply be a vision. You need to be able to grow, to be open, acknowledge, and launch towards your goal. And this is a framework that is easy to follow, and it spells the word goal. Even easier, right? So take the time to re-listen to this podcast and soak it all in. Find out what will contribute to your mental, spiritual, physical healing, and take little steps to get there. Continue to live with mindfulness and compassion and never stop learning and growing. Many blessings to you. As always, I thank you for tuning in. These episodes are meant to be of massive value to you and so I hope you got something out of it. And if you did, all I ask in return is for you to give it a thumbs up, give it some love and reviews, share with one or two friends who you know will benefit from content check out the links in the description continue to lead with empathy and i'll catch you on the next episode many blessings